0: BLOB Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Marcianne. This is October. Where is Mr. Wright for me month? (laughs) I'm having my show every day this month with all of my shows that I have ever done on finding Mr. Wright on the four years that I have been on the air. As many of you know, I have been a wedding officiant for 22 years. I've married thousands of brides and grooms and I've heard all their stories. And I have counseled many, many people regarding um, their relationships. And I've also written a book called 17 Things to Do While Waiting for Mr. Wright, which you can download for free at www.mrwrightforme.com. Well, last year, the Huffington Post Weekend Edition ran an article called 15 Truthful Reasons Why Men. Want to get married. <clears throat> so I decided I could see if I knew what they were before I read the article, and I did come up with the four main reasons. And then the rest of them, uh, actually, really only three. Uh, the fourth reason is what I felt like all the rest of the reasons were connected to, and that's the fact that a man just doesn't like to be alone. So we're going to talk about the The first three major reasons tonight, Um, a man is um, programmed to be with a partner, physically, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually. And a man has to be in everlasting love, everlasting love to be able to cope with hand, handing over to a woman, to, to hand, hand his heart over to a woman and his emotional life because inside he is terrified of being abandoned and being alone. And men also have an unconscious deep distrust for women, which goes all the way back to all of those different stories of an Adam and an Eve somewhere. It is interesting to me that almost every culture and religion in the world from the beginning has an Adam and Eve story. You know, the woman is deceived and she goes into sin. And because the man can't be alone, he goes with her and he because he needs her. He needs her comfort. He needs his intuitive wisdoms, And so he gets kicked out of the perfect world that had been created for him, and it's all her fault. You know, a man just wasn't satisfied with sex with the animals, so he's stuck with the woman. <laughs> and he's had thorns and pricks ever since, you know, and the women, women get blamed for it. Uh, you know, I think that every time I've ever married a man and a woman, I've stood there, I look at that man's face, and I believe that he feels this is the one. Maybe this, this one is different. Maybe I can trust this woman. And I've uh, heard all through these whole 22 years, too, that men don't want to get married. Well, I would rephrase that and say men don't have to get married to have sex. And later on, on in this program tonight, I am going to discuss what I call team woman, which will be the only an- answer as to why men don't have to get sex, get married to have sex. But that doesn't mean they don't want to get married. It's my belief as well as my observation over these last 22 years that men prefer to be married. Men want to get married. Men need to be married. But today, within our current American culture of constantly displaying the woman as just a sexual object, you know, I believe that if men were totally honest, while they would agree that they do like looking at women's breasts, they would also agree that they are pretty weary of being a bombarded all the time in their senses with with women's breasts and now you know with the popularity of the Kardashians, women's behinds. They would really just like to settle down with one woman who will love them and have their children. So, those are the number 1 and the number 2 reasons men want to get married. They want someone to love them, and they want to have children. Okay, recently my daughter gave me some of her wise Scorpio wisdoms. (laughs) You know, the Scorpio is a very sexual personality. (laughs) Deals only in black and white with no shades of gray, can't stand a secret, and needs to get to the bottom of things. She's been married three times. She had a child with each of the first two husbands, and then she helped the third husband raise his two kids while she was raising her two kids. And today, now her children are raised. But she now is a single, self sufficient, independent woman with her own home, a great job which she loves, and she has a nice boyfriend. Well, through my daughter, I developed a business project with a man who also does business with my daughter. And I loaned him some money, and he missed his payment last month. And I called my daughter, and she says, Mom, here's her Scorpio wisdom. A man is a fragile, sensitive creation. When he is under the gun, he can't take any more pressure. So if you pressure him about this, he's just going to get defensive and strike out at you, and things will be said and actions taken that will be damaging and possibly destroy the whole thing. Now, this man is a man of his word, and when he can't keep his word, he is devastated. And he's humiliated himself enough at this point by telling you he's going to miss this month's payment. And remember when the bank let me miss one of my car payments last year without a penalty? You need to stay strong, continue to trust him, encourage him, and pat him on the back, and help to keep his spirits up. He will keep his word. Well, after I hung up from talking to her, I just sat there and I mused about this clarification about the constitution of a man, a fragile, sensitive creation. Now, when you think about finding Mr. Wright, is this what you are looking for? Fragile, <laughs> sensitive? You probably would like the sensitive part, but what about this fragile part? Okay, so let's look at this from the standpoint of the number one truthful reason that a man wants to be married. A man needs to be loved. And he needs to be loved by a woman. The man comes from the woman. When he takes his first breath, when he comes out of the womb into the life of this world, he's immediately taken to her breast, and he feels strong arms around him, holding him and comforting him, and seeing that he's warm and he's dry and he's not hungry, and he just gobbles up that milk that comes from her breast, her soft breast, and he settles down into the safety and the security of her soft and warm arms, I uh, decided to ask the men uh, that I see here in my uh, retirement community what is the first word that comes to their mind when I say woman. And I know most of these men are older men, but the word that kept coming up is soft. (laughs) A woman is soft. And one day at the pool, one of the men, a known playboy, said, see that lady over there on the beach chair? Her body's hard as a rock. It's like being in bed with a tree trunk. Well, that woman is a 75-year-old woman whose body looks about 25 years old. And let me tell you, she works all day, every day, keeping it looking that way. She walks to the beach and back every single day, seven miles, and she keeps her body so tanned and toned. But to the older men in our community, she isn't attractive. She looks and acts like a robot. There's no warmth, no caring, no softness. And you know what? She doesn't have a boyfriend. Another gentleman 95 years old said God made woman to be a comfort to the man. So here is this fragile sensitive creation, a creation that comes from the woman, is nestled and coddled in her warmth and softness, fed at her soft breast, feeling safe and feeling loved and not ever being alone. And now we are at the core of this man. This is the fragile part. Man needs to be with a partner at his core, at his essence privately. He wants and needs to be with a soft woman who he knows will be there no matter what in the good times and in the bad times, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health for the rest of his life, no matter what he does or how foolish or childish he acts, she will be there. This is the part of the man that came from the mother, and this is the part of the man that needs to be married. You know, this is why our wedding vows are so time-honored, why we've been saying them forever and ever, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health till death do us part. A man needs to have his safe place. A man needs to have a haven of rest. A man needs to be loved and appreciated even when he is weak, even when he's not a success, even when he's late with his payment. So the number one reason, he needs to be loved. And when a man knows that the woman loves him, as the song says, he'll do anything, (laughs) The man needs to have the woman with him. And now, ladies, let me tell you this next part. It's very important. This woman with him needs to be happy. <laughs> this is the most attractive quality you could have in order to find Mr. Wright. Not sex, sexually attractive, not sexually stimulating but a happy person. Be happy. You know, a man really doesn't want to hear about how the last man did you wrong. He doesn't want to be compared with or clumped together with all of the other men. The man's ego inside of him is going to think, well, she hasn't been with me yet. I'll put all those other guys to shame. But also down in the core of that man, there's that fragile part. And perhaps he will identify with some other guy's frustration in a situation. And he'll draw back when he hears you complaining about it. Because you know what? A man just can't take complaining. He wants his woman to be happy. And he needs to know that he makes her happy. Not just on the wedding day, but every day even on the days when he's fragile and needy and can't make his payment. <laughs> so the number one reason a, woman wants to be, a man wants to be married is to be loved. And the number one reason that Mr. Wright will want you is that you are happy and you will be warm and caring and loving and soft. And Mr. Wright will be putty in your hands. He'll be attracted to you naturally, just like bees are to the flowers. He's seeking that sweet, warm, soft honey in the flower. The fact that we call each other honey is not a coincidence, because <laughs> it goes straight to the heart of the matter. Remember, he doesn't want to hear about the other guys, he wants to know how much he pleases you. And that you are happy with him. And always remember, a man comes from a woman, the mother. And he is loved unconditionally by this mother. The mother is his first relationship with a woman. Well, now I've learned in the 22 years of dealing with brides and grooms and hearing their stories that a man is much more damaged as an adult If he has a bad relationship or even no relationship with his mother, then a woman is damaged by not having a father because the man-mother relationship is a very critical part of his evolution to becoming a fully functioning man. And If you're just starting a relationship with a man, find out what his relationship is or was with his mother. I did some pastoral counseling with a gentleman who grew up in a home where the father was a traveling salesman who apparently took care of his sexual needs while he was out traveling all week with this one and that one along the way because there is no team woman. And I'm going to talk about this a little later. Now, the wife knew this, and from time to time, she would get discouraged and just go home to her mother leaving this gentleman and his two brothers alone in the home. Now, the gentleman was the oldest, and when his mother would leave, he felt this burden to be responsible for his two little brothers and a lot of times that with not a lot of food in the house and no clean clothes to wear to school. And he said he never knew when this was going to happen. So even on the days when things seemed fine and she was there, He always had that feeling of, you know, when is the other shoe going to drop? And she would leave. So in his dating relationships, he had put the woman through a series of extreme situations and conditions to test her just to see how much she could take and to see if she would leave him. Well, in all cases, they did. (laughs) They couldn't take it anymore. So when I had my session with him, his wife had just died. Now, during the marriage, they had lived apart. He lived in California, and she lived back in the South. And he would go there several times a year to see his children. And then he carried on all his various affairs while he lived here in California, you know, going through woman after woman, and many times two or three women at a time giving them their tests, and seeing if they could take it. He would tell them he was looking for his true love, and when he did, he would divorce his wife, and the two of them would be able to then be together happily ever after. Now the wife did not seek a divorce because she was Catholic, and her priest had told her that her husband was her cross that she carried for Jesus. And she died of cancer. And now this southern gentleman was alone, and he was scared. Remember, a man just can't be alone. Now, I've always, you know, I've known how damaged a man is if he's had a bad relationship with with his mother. But this handsome southern gentleman was the most extreme case I have ever dealt with. However, I am very happy to report that today he is currently with a very lovely lady who is about 15 years younger than he is and who is taking care of him. And although he still has an eye for a pretty woman, apparently he's being faithful to her. And he isn't creating scenarios to test her either because she isn't Catholic (laughs) and she might leave. And again, remember, a man can't be alone, and he's a fragile, sensitive creature. Well, I found an article online by marriage therapist Andrew G. Marshall, who's written a book about what's going on in the man's head from his 30 years of talking to men in marriage therapy. And he says that men believe in love. With a capital L And he also said That this is because From the moment it's born All of his emotional needs Are first met By his mother And he learns to outsource The day to day management Of his emotions First to his mother And then after he gets married To his wife And he is dependent upon her to tend to his emotional life and to always make things better that's what he's used to and if the man begins to feel like he is no longer number one on her list like if the children take more of her time or he feels that he just isn't making her happy anymore because she's complaining all the time about everything or or perhaps she works and and has just as big of a pressure job that he has, so she no longer has anything left over for anyone, Mr. Marshall says this man will begin to subconsciously look for a surrogate mother person. And here, Mr. Marshall says, is where all of the cheating begins. <clears throat> and believe me, ladies, we as women have no team strategy like men have. We need to create a team woman. And a woman who is on team woman will not have sex with a man until there are certain conditions met. But we don't have team woman yet. And since we were created first and we have a fierce and dominant sense of possession, domination and control, that can immediately smell the of a man that needs nurturing and available women will pounce on and devour this needy man. Mark my words. And if your man is needy in any way, there are experts out there ready, willing, and able to make sure he does get what he needs because the man needs to be loved and the man is not happy alone as happy as he is with a partner. Oh, I can hear all of you women saying, whoa, what about what I need? Tell you that your needs are better satisfied by yourself. The absolutely most fantastic pro- presents that I've ever received are the presents that I have given to me from me. Because women are smarter than men. It isn't fair for us to expect the men to come up with things out of their own storehouse of wisdom and knowledge that are going to satisfy us. Our range of wisdom and understanding is infinite. It's beyond any standard of measure. And it's beyond the intellectual and emotional level of the man. Our need that we have that a man can fulfill is his adoration and worship of us. And a man will absolutely adore a woman who loves him unconditionally. The woman who accepts him for who he is and who he isn't. And who can live within the boundaries of his provision and love him anyway. And then, the number two reason a man wants to get married, give him children. Okay, so let's talk about that. <laughs> number two reason a man wants to get married is that he wants to have children. So this segment is for younger people. Now, I have a male friend who has worked for me as an officiant because he's fluent in Spanish and French. So anytime I had a request for a Spanish-speaking officiant, which was often, or a French-speaking officiant, which was more often than you might think, (laughs) I would hire him. Without going into his long, complicated background and his love-hate relationship with his mother, I will just say that he chooses to manifest his sexuality with men. However, from the first day I met with him to interview him as an, as an officiant, I knew that his sexual, sexuality was a choice and not genetic. And as we got to know each other, he revealed to me how much he wanted to have a child His older brother was married and had two kids, a boy and a girl, and he was extremely attached to his nephew. And his heart longed to have his own child. Well, we would talk about this from time to time and discuss discuss different ways that he could realize his deep desire. And he would say that he felt that the child should have a mother and a father and be married and create a home together, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because as a, an Italian Catholic, he had a very, very conservative traditional idea of love and marriage and family. He lived out here in California because of his sexuality. He just didn't fit back in his traditional New Jersey background. But that background was still there in his, in his uh, life. So I told him he would have to not be with a man for at least three years to break the habits and to cleanse his mind and his body of his current choices and begin to prepare himself to be able to be with a woman and to be able to offer her the circumstances where it would be possible for them to be able to fall in love and get married and then have a child together. Well, he went through the three years and then he just, didn't have the confidence to be able to be with a woman because he still was in locked horns with his mother. So we started working on that. And another three years went by. So now he has revealed, then he had resolved his feelings about his mother and he's restored his relationship with his father. His father had totally rejected him when he discovered his homosexuality. But now that has been healed. And now we are at the brink of perhaps him being able to go forward towards his deep desire to have a child. You know, it's been a long road. And I believe that this desire to have a child lies at that core, fragile, sensitive part of every man. This fragile, sensitive man's road toward fulfilling his desire has been long and bumpy, and he's no longer a young man. He's getting to an age where he is almost too old to think in terms of being a father to a new little baby who's going to need the next 21 years of his father's love and attention. It's pretty much now or never So, young ladies, if you have never been married, do you want to have children? And if you do get married and have children, will you stay with the father of your children until those children are raised for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health until the children are raised? You know, when my, first, my book first came out and I was on the book tour going out and speaking in local bookstores and libraries, a lot of women in their late 30s and early 40s came to hear me speak. And I could feel their resistance in anything I might have to say. They just sat out there in the audience with that, you know, I dare you look on their face. And I just couldn't feel the mother instinct in these women. I felt a hard, resistant, defiant attitude in them. It felt more like a masculine energy. You know, I'm out here fighting the lions and the tigers and, and I'm tough and I'm I'm strong and I can make it on my own and I don't really need a man but yeah, and I'm thinking, Why are you here then? At a book signing about finding Mr. Wright. And just let me say that not only is this type of energy unattractive to me, this type of energy is very unattractive to a man. I mean, a man doesn't want to be with another man. He wants to be with the woman who has the mother inside of her. He came from his mother. He had his first experience with a woman as a mother, and he still wants and needs that motherly care and attention, and unconditional love and appreciation. And this is the person he wants to have his children. I just couldn't feel the mother in these middle 30s, late 30s, early 40s women. Maybe that's why they're still single. Because the young man who wants to have an heir, he wants to have a son, he wants to have a daughter, He is instinctively going to be more attracted to the sweet, warm, nurturing, soft honey bun to be his wife. You know, we all come from the animal level, so we still have a lot of those instincts. We are much more motivated by sights and sounds and smells probably than we realize, and especially the man. Of course a sexy woman is going to ignite his groin, and take his attentions below his waist. But when it comes to wanting the woman who's going to be the mother of his children, he is instinctively going to go for the motherly attributes in a woman. You know, I had a beautiful woman who came to me for counseling. She was a tall, willowy, natural, blonde, beautiful woman who was at the top of her field in hospital administration, she actually made a lot more money than her policeman husband of 22 years. They had no children. They had a gorgeous home in a prestigious million-dollar neighborhood here in Southern California. And she was recommended to come to me for counseling because her divorce was just final and her home had been sold so the equity could be split between the two of them and she was moving into a small two-bedroom, two-bath condo in a gated community so that she could feel safe. Now, she still hadn't dealt with the fact that her husband had met a younger woman. Not coincidental that this younger woman was also a tall, willowy, beautiful, blonde woman, perhaps a younger version of my client. And this younger woman had two children of her own, and she had just given birth to my client's husband's child. They had been living together for the past year, and now that his divorce was final, they were going to get married. We only had one session together. I saw a tall, beautiful pillar of ice standing in the middle of the Antarctica, fixed, stationary, solid, Emotionless and blind. And I believe that if she tried to deal with anything at this point, she would completely fall apart and not be able to function at all. And it's important at this time that she remain impervious to her situation and continue on in her position as head of the hospital's administration. Her position gives her value and a sense of purpose, and she's developed systems that benefit. Thousands of patients every year. And she has pretty much always functioned very robotically in her life. And perhaps she will never deal with this in this lifetime. And probably she's never supposed to. She's supposed to run that hospital from her fundamental foundation of nursing. And she manifests the mother part of her femininity as a caretaker of the sick and disabled. But that deep desire to have his own child laid dormant in that policeman until the moment when that younger version of the woman he had originally loved showed up and wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, his heart brain and his penis brain got together and the rest is history. You know, I feel there are women who do not have an active personal genetic mother constitution And the reasons for this are as many as there are these women. And perhaps this type of woman will be more aware of who they are in the future. Because certainly we are learning about the diversity of the human genome and how within the depths of the creation there are these one-of-a-kind species that just don't fit into anybody's box. Because we're living in times where the ways that we think about things are changing, and even a traditional conservative New Jersey Catholic man can accept his son's chosen homosexuality. All right, the number third reason is that there are 1,138 federal benefits, rights, and protections to a married person includes taxes, uh, right to be present at death, social security benefits, health care rights, legal protections. So that is the number three uh, reason why men want to be married is is so they can have all those benefits. You know, Judge Judy has women in her court every day requesting the court to provide these benefits to them because they have lived with a guy, you know, for a year, five years or so. And Judge Judy has to tell them, over and over and over, you choose to live together without being married. And since you are not married to him, case dismissed. Now, the number four through ten reasons why a man really wants to be married are all different ways of saying the same thing. I don't want to be alone. Now, here's what... Some of the things are that men have told therapists. I want to be able to be who I really am and have her love me anyway. I want to know that she will be with me for the rest of my life. I don't want just a fair weather relationship. When I see that I make her happy, it makes me so darn deep down happy. When I first met my wife, I felt like I would not be able to find anyone else who I would want to be with forever. With my wife, the good things are more exciting and the bad things are more manageable. Life is so much better when you have someone you love to share it with. My wife is my family. Marriage means that she'll be there when things are shitty. I always have someone in my corner. I get to spend the rest of my life with my BFF, my best friend forever. I have a questionnaire I have my brides and grooms fill out for me so that I can write a personalized wedding ceremony for them. And one of the questions is, what are the three things that you absolutely love about your wife or your husband? And the number one reason the the men have given is, she is my rock. So ladies, remember, a man can't be alone. He's programmed to be with a partner, sexually, yes, but also emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually. And I just wouldn't be true to you, or especially to myself, if I didn't, Put a paragraph in here about men who have affairs and the women who divorce them because of it. Because part of this, for better or for worse, includes men having affairs. But if you are married and you have children and the man has an affair, what we need here for this not to happen is for women to begin to be part of a team. We need to create team woman and if you're on this team you would not have sex with a man unless you have a ring on your finger you have a date for the wedding all of the non-refundable deposits have been made for the wedding and the reception or the five-star resort of your destination wedding location but as i said earlier women don't know how to play on a team We think independently. But if we were team woman, there wouldn't be mistresses. There wouldn't be affairs if all women were on the same team and the rule of the team says there is where when there is sex and when there is no sex. And if you have children, those children have the absolute right to have the mother and the father that they chose to raise them together. No divorce. A man is programmed to have to have sex. And if a man is married, it's true that a man shows his love by wanting to have sex because when his heart swells with love for his partner, it swells his penis as well. And he looks to the woman to touch her and to feel her curves and her softness and to take her in his arms and possess her in that masculine sense of strength. A lot of women have told me that after they have been married for a while and especially have had kids, they judge this as just the man wanting and needing to have sex and it can feel like it really doesn't matter if it's her or not. If the man feels like the woman feels this way, however, then he will think, okay, it really doesn't matter if it's with her or not. But this is not true. It's because it's you. You are the trusted place where he has put his heart and his emotional well-being. It's his need to enter this place this place where he is loved and received in unconditional acceptance, thankfulness and gratitude. You know, women really need to be more enlightened about this. And if single women were more enlightened about this, a single woman would never allow their private space to be used by a man to just release tensions or momentarily feel his need for a connection and and these women that do this in hopes that he will then marry her, every woman would be a team member, and she would see to it that that man knows from the get-go that she's waiting for Mr. Wright, who she will love and cherish and to whom she will give children. And her quiet demeanor and her elegant calm will affect the man in his heart and his heart will say, hey, guy, this is the one. Ladies, you are the divine, sovereign feminine, the fierce protector of the man's heart and his kingdom. You are the high priestess who hears all his confessions and absolves all wrongs. You are the mother of feeding and nurturing and comforting him and his children. You are the sexy vixen that tantalizes him with your seducing tactics and takes him to the submissive, blissful realms of loving and being loved beyond the mundane, beyond the crude and lewd, lustful ways of heathenistic domination and control. The woman's power is her ability to take the man into bliss that is heavenly, uniting him with her with all there is forever and ever. You can download my book, 17 Things to Do While Waiting for Mr. Wright. (laughs) Right. so that during this month of October you can still have a rich, full life while you're waiting for Mr. Wright. And don't forget, Mr. Wright wants what you want. Mr. Wright wants to love and to be loved, and he wants to be married. I opened my show with those glorious mission bells, (laughs) from the San Juan Capistrano uh mission that they play um when somebody gets married and I'm going to close my show again with them I'm going to do this every day this month these glorious mission bells that I uh, that uh I am ringing for you